Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 51. I'm really excited to be here. This is an episode that I've been, I guess, assembling over time now, uh, and it's about something that just comes, keeps coming up over and over and over and over again, and I, I've got bits and pieces of the content that I'm about to talk about that I have shared over time, but I've never dedicated an entire episode to it, and I've never dedicated an entire long, like long form piece of content to it, whether that's long form writing, long form audio, long form video. So I'm really excited to do this. And this episode is going to be all about fat burning optimization, basically body optimization, metabolic optimization. I can't even say optimization today, optimization. And the reason that no one understands or very few people understand body optimization and fat burning optimization is because not a lot of people talk about it. The people who know about it, it's not that they're keeping a secret. They just don't talk about it much. It's just not something that's brought up a lot. It's not something that's talked about. It's not sexy to talk about fat burning optimization or body efficiency or metabolic efficiency or metabolic um, rate efficiency. But metabolic rate efficiency or increased RMR, increased resting metabolic rate is this it's not it's not the secret it's not the right way to put it but it's it's something it's it's an incredibly important and critical piece of long-term success and actually it's a huge piece of a feedback loop that allows people who are successful in fitness and are successful at fat loss and are successful at muscle building to stay that way and i'll explain why in a minute but fat burning optimization that is the topic of this podcast, and that is going to be something that if you put into practice, if you take what I'm talking about and you put it into practice, this isn't going to be really a how-to, but it's more of like a high-level understanding of how it works. But if you put some of the stuff into practice and you actually give it some thought and you're, you're thoughtful about it when you're creating your strategy for your fitness objective, I promise you'll be able to make some success in ways that you haven't been able to previously. And also you can have a lot more fun doing it because actually this is a good transition point because there's something that I tell my clients and there's something that I've been telling a lot of people recently, prospective clients and people I've been talking to, people who have inquired about certain things and services is that if you're not having fun doing any of this, then none of it is worth it. So if you're not having fun reaching your fitness goal, if you're not having fun burning fat and building muscle and gaining energy and doing all that stuff and changing your lifestyle, if it's not a fun lifestyle for you, then you're doing it wrong, first of all. But also, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not something that you're going to be able to enjoy because you're not having fun. So if it's torture, of course, it's going to suck. And of course, you're not going to do it, right? If I hated doing fitness, if I hated working out, if I hated training, if I hated the food that I had to eat to stay fit, of course, I would quit. And actually, when I was obese a long time ago, when I was basically intuitively eating, I was doing it in a way that wasn't enjoyable. And when I did go to the gym, I was doing it in a way that wasn't enjoyable. 
I had to restructure the way I did that. And I did that through mentorship. I achieved that through mentorship. But when I finally got it, when I finally cracked the code and I understood it and I put a lot of those, put those things into practice and I got out of it what I actually wanted, then I, I saw why successful people were successful and unsuccessful people were unsuccessful. And I had fun doing it. When I finally achieved that level of success and I understood it, I started having fun. And when I started having fun, guess what? One year turned into two, turned into three, four, five, six. Here we are 10 years later, 10 years later, and I'm still successful at it. I've still, I've kept all of the weight off. I've built a tremendous amount of muscle in comparison to where I was at 10 years ago. And my lifts are going up. I've found passion in certain areas of fitness that I didn't have passion in before. And this, the whole thing is different. The whole thing's more enjoyable. The whole thing's more fun. And, uh, you know, it's a huge part of my life now. It's a huge part of my life. And actually it's become something that I've been known for because it's, you know, it's a career field of mine. It's something I'm putting myself all in on. I'm coaching, I'm training, and my son recognizes it, which is awesome. And he has actually adopted some of the stuff that he sees me doing and talking about. And it's all because I enjoy doing it and I'm, I'm passionate about it. And one of the things I'm passionate about and have fun doing in the fitness space is helping other people, is helping educate and inspire and motivate and open up the world of fitness to other people. That is so important to me. That is one of the reasons and, and quite honestly, the main reason that I do any of this. It's the main reason why I spend the amount of time that I do and money putting together a podcast, a free podcast for anybody who wants to listen to it. It's the reason I put out content on Facebook all the time is for people to go on and hopefully learn something, hopefully open their eyes to something in fitness that they didn't already see. So anyway, let's jump right in. I was a little bit of a rant there on the, some sidebar stuff, but body optimization. What is body optimization? Here's the deal. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Do you know anybody who is severely uh, either overweight or out of shape or unhealthy that does not eat a lot? Okay. Think of someone in your life. Pretty much everybody has one, uh, has a person in their life like this, someone who's either like overweight, like obese, or they're uh, just incredibly unhealthy. Maybe they're skinny fat. Maybe they're just overweight, but not necessarily obese, and they don't eat a lot. And actually, think about that person a little bit more. How do they pride themselves on it? How often do they talk about the fact that they don't eat very much? The fact that they don't like talking about, or they don't like eating breakfast, or they don't they they skip breakfast. They don't they don't eat till noon, or something like that. How many people do you know that are like that? And how many people do you know who are like that? that talk about it as if it's a good thing that they don't eat very often. Like they kind of pride themselves on the fact that they don't eat very often, but at the same time they're obese or at the same time they're overweight or just out of shape, right? Um, here's the thing. Those people have extremely inefficiently running bodies. Their bodies are obviously not fat burning optimized. They're not optimized for weight loss. They're not optimized for fat burning. So what happens is if you become incredibly sedentary over time, if you stop moving, if you sit around and watch TV a lot, uh, if you have a desk job, if you have a job where you are driving a car all day or driving a truck and you just, it forces you because of your lifestyle, your job, your whatever forces you to be sitting a lot and not moving. If you're in that situation, you're obviously your metabolism is going to slow down. 
Here's what people don't understand. It actually slows down a lot. Your resting metabolic rate is proportional to the amount of activity that you perform during the day. And I'm not talking about working out. I'm not talking about going to the gym. I'm not talking about running. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about your daily activity. How much time do you spend walking around? How much time do you spend moving things like physically moving objects around, whether you have a physical job or not? How much time do you spend on your feet? How much time do you spend exerting energy, physical energy to do something? Because the more you do that through your daily lifestyle, the more your resting metabolic rate is going to go up. Now, how do you build a body that is an efficient fat burning machine and optimized for that if you don't have a physical job? What if you have a great job, but it's a desk job and you don't get up for four hours a day? right? You sit four hours at a time, then you get up for 10 minutes and you sit back down for another four hours and then you go home. And then when you get home, you know, you do whatever and you spend some time like watching TV or something. How do you affect your body efficiency, your body fat burning efficiency? If that is your lifestyle, do you have to get a new job? No, you do not. Okay. Now, not everyone who is successful in fitness is fortunate enough to have a physically demanding job where they're basically having, they're basically working out while they're working. Not everyone's fortunate to have that situation. And to be quite honest with you, I would not like one of those. Like if I had to work in a warehouse, for example, like moving boxes around, um, or if I had to, if like, I don't want to work construction, I worked construction for a while while I was an electrician, but the type of electrician work I was doing required me to be slugging around power tools all day long and drilling a bunch of holes in studs and two by fours and stuff like that. And then like carrying around these ridiculously heavy coils of wire and, uh, and cable and stuff. And and it was a very physically demanding job. Um, but you know, I wouldn't want that job. Okay. Even though I was active, I was on my feet all day. I was moving stuff around. I was running back and forth to the truck. I was, uh, running to the warehouse to pick up cable and staples and light fixtures and all this stuff and pipe. Even though I was doing all that, I would not want that job again. So how do you build an efficient fat burning body an optimized metabolism? If you don't have a job where you're doing all that stuff all day long, or you don't have a lifestyle where you're doing that stuff all day long, it's like this goes like this. Okay. You do that through weight training. You do that through resistance training. Okay. Resistance training. Why resistance training? Here's the deal. The more active you are with resistance, the more active you are with resistance, moving things around, physically exerting energy to relocate something or to move something, to push something, physically exerting force. When you do that, when you impart that stress on your body, you are building muscle. Even if it's nanometers, even if it's picometers, even if it's muscle that you can't even really see visually, that is going to increase your resting metabolic rate. The more muscle you have on your body, the higher your resting metabolic rate is going to be. I'm going to say it again. The more muscle you have on your body, the higher your resting metabolic rate is going to be. Okay? So the more muscle you build, obviously, the more calories you're going to burn per day. Now, again, if you have a desk job or if you have a job where you're sitting all day long and you can't like do that for eight straight hours, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. But what you're going to have to do instead is lift weights. 
Do you need to lift weights to become a, a competitive bodybuilder? Of course not. But what you do need to do is lift weights. Okay. You do need to lift weights and you need to lift weights to a strategy. You need, you need to lift weights to a goal, to, to a means like with a means to an end kind of thing. Uh, even though there really is no end in fitness, you need to lift weights with the sole purpose of putting your muscles through hypertrophy so you can build muscle, right? Using progressive overload techniques, which I'll talk about in a minute in order to build muscle, build strength, build more muscle. And the reason you do that is to override the fat in your body. So that, that, that muscle, when you build it up, it's going to override the fat in your body. And after it overrides the fat in your body and burns the fat off of your body, you will do two things. One, you will turn your body into a fat burning machine, body fat burning machine. Okay. You will also turn your body into a metabolic machine. Okay. Now they're like one and the same kind of, but not really. So here's the thing. The more muscle you have on your body, the more fat you're going to burn just being alive, just burning fat while you're breathing, burning fat while you're going to work, burning fat while you're doing everything, doing whatever. Okay. That's, that's the truth. So the more muscle you have, the more fat you're going to burn. So it makes it a lot harder to put on fat. If you have a lot of muscle on your body and you're continuing to nurture that muscle in your body. Okay. Now that's huge. That's huge because the more muscle you have in your body. And again, when I say more muscle, that doesn't mean you have to be huge. Okay. Everyone seems to have this concept in their mind that if I put on a lot of muscle, I'm going to look like a Mr. Olympia here. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Okay. You need to spend years and years and years focusing on becoming a bodybuilder in order to get a bodybuilder physique. It does not happen by accident. I can't stress that enough. It will not happen on accident. That goes for you too, ladies. It is impossible for you to build a manly chiseled muscular physique unless that is your goal. It does not happen on accident. It does not happen on accident. Anyway, um, the more muscle you have in your body, the more fat you're going to burn. Okay. And the more fat you're going to burn, the more you're, the more likely your chances are of getting those abs to show up that you want, getting uh, muscle definition in your arms, all right. Tightening up your arms so that they don't, they don't f- like flop around. If that's something you, you know, you want as if that's one of your objectives, tightening up those glutes, tightening up those quads, tightening up those hamstrings. So you can see a little bit of muscle definition in your legs. The more muscle you have, the more that's going to happen. Okay. And uh, guys, let's be honest. A lot of you want to be vascular. Okay. Not a bad goal, right? Not a bad goal at all. You want to be vascular. You want to have, you want to have that uh, cephalic artery showing up in your bicep. Okay. Really common goal for guys and uh, myself included, right? Um, You want to be vascular in your forearms. Okay. You want to have a big chest. You want to be able to see your chest. You want to be able to see definition in your back. All these things, these things come from building muscle and burning the fat around those body parts, around those muscle groups, around those body parts. Okay. That's what happens when you build muscle. You turn your body into a fat burning machine. Here's the other thing. You turn your body into a metabolic machine. Okay. A high performing, highly optimized fat burning metabolic machine. So what does that mean? (laughs) That means that you can eat more food and your body will burn it faster. Your resting metabolic rate will go up as a result of having more muscle on your body and you can eat food that you wouldn't normally be able to eat if you were sedentary and your body's going to burn it off quick. It's going to burn it off really fast. Okay. That's when things like if it fits your macros comes really into play. 
is when you're actually training. Okay. Or when you're putting on muscle, that's when it really comes into play. When you're that, that's when like you can really play the game of I'm eating this many calories, but I'm burning this many. And because I'm eating under that number, I'm going to lose weight no matter what. Like that's true at all levels, but unless you're lifting weights, unless you're really training to some capacity, the whole if it fits your macros thing, it may not even actually work for you. So I know people, some people very close to me actually, that have a relatively sedentary lifestyle. Okay. They don't move around very much. They don't lift weights at all. They don't do anything resistance training wise. And it doesn't matter if they eat 1300 calories in a day, which is very low. They're still not really burning it like they are, but they're not. And they continue to stay overweight. They continue to stay obese, right? The bottom line is if you're not moving your body, which I talked about in episode one of this whole podcast, by the way, the importance of movement. If you're not moving your body, you are not ever going to get even close to the physique or the body or the energy or the health level that you want. It's impossible, impossible. Okay. If you're not moving your body, you will never get the body you want. If you're not moving your body, you will never get the energy that you want. If you're not moving your body, you will never get the level of health that you want. It will not happen. However, if you are moving your body, especially if you're lifting weights and lifting weights, by the way, resistance training can be calisthenics. It can be uh, like pushups and planks and stuff like that. All right. It may not be as, uh, as effective as quickly as lifting actual weights as actually picking up iron, but it's very effective. And the thing is when you, when you build muscle and you build strength, which is a function of muscle, by the way, when you do that, you're setting your body up for long-term fat burning success, long-term fat burning success over and over and over and over again. It's kind of like a recurring fat loss. Think of it that way. Every time you lift weights, you are adding, um, to your, your body's recurring fat loss capability. Okay. Now, a lot of people, maybe yourself included, think that cardio is a really good strategy and I understand why, but it's an old mentality and I'm trying to break people of it. See, some of the closest people in my life, when they are working out, what they default to is going for a run or what they default to is going for a walk or what they default to is going to spin class or something. All those things are great. All those things are great. Honestly, cardio is fantastic, right? But here's the thing. It's, it's amazing for arterial health, first of all, and stamina, lung capacity, stuff like that. Of course, of course, I'm not putting down cardio, but cardio for fat loss is not the best strategy. Cardio for long-term efficiency of fat burning is not the best strategy. Okay. Here's what cardio does. When you are active in cardio, when you are actively performing cardio, you are actively burning calories. When you are actively burning, uh, performing cardio, you are actively burning calories. So if you are basically, if you're running for an hour, you're burning calories for an hour. But as soon as you stop running, your metabolic, your increased metabolic rate as a result of running goes way down to zero very quickly. Okay. All the benefits of burning calories from cardio happens basically just while you're doing cardio. There is no long-term duration of fat burning once you're done running or once you're done uh, cycling, once you're done on the elliptical. Okay, It all ends the moment you're done. 
Whereas with weight training, not only are you burning calories every time you lift a weight, a significant amount, by the way, not only are you burning calories every time you lift a weight, but you're improving and increasing and instilling long-term fat loss in your body. You are you are increasing your long-term resting metabolic rate because you're building muscle. Okay. Now there's a couple caveats to that as well. I'm going to get into those in a second, but I just need to put this out there. Cardio versus weight training. Cardio burns fat while you are actively performing cardio, not after, not 12 hours later, not a day later. Whereas weight training burns fat while you are training and afterwards and the next day and the more muscle you build, the more that continues, whether you are in or out of the gym. So here's the thing with weight training and how it can actually not lead to long-term fat loss. And have you ever seen anybody at the gym over and over and over again, year in and year out, and they never seem to look any different? Okay. A couple things. One, they're probably not eating appropriately. Their nutrition probably sucks. But the other thing is that they're not training appropriately. (laughs) They're not training appropriately. They're not working out appropriately. And I've talked about this a little bit in the past. um, But the reason they're not getting results is because they're training blind. Okay. They're training blind. They're exercising blind. They are not using progressive overload concepts, meaning they're not continuing to challenge their body week in and week out, month in and month out. And because of that, their body's gotten used to it. Their body has evolved and adapted to a point where it knows exactly the level of effort it needs to perform in order to get through the stress that it's about to endure. Okay. AKA that person's been doing that exact same workout for probably years or months. And so the body doesn't need to change to adapt to it anymore. And with, if your body doesn't have a reason to grow more muscle, it's not going to grow more muscle. Not only that, if it doesn't have a reason to grow more muscle, guess what? It's considered like basically in an atrophy based state because if you're not growing, you're dying. And therefore that person can actively be going to the gym every day, doing the exact same workout and their RMR is not growing anymore because they're not putting on any more muscle. And after a while that atrophy kicks in, actually that muscle can begin to degrade that muscle can go down. There is no such thing as maintenance. You're either growing or dying. You don't maintain you don't grow a certain amount of muscle and then maintain that forever. You either continue to keep it under stress, continue to progressively overload it so that it's always growing or you're going backwards. That's it. There is no middle. There is no maintenance. You're either anabolic or catabolic. There's no in between. So I like to always put an emphasis on training with intensity, training with energy. In fact, I have a core of five core values. I always talk about, I'm probably going to do an entire episode on it here soon, but five core values I always operate by. And these five core values, I always teach as if, uh, if a person embraces them, right, truly embraces them, puts them into practice every single day, it is impossible for that person to fail in fitness. Okay. I have five core values that I operate by anyway. One of them, core value number two, is is intensity and energy. Okay, it's it's to bring in uh, energy and intensity to everything you do. Bring energy and intensity to everything you do. And the reason that is is because you don't want to be the person that shows up 
and has like a somber, mundane way of going through things. No, you want to be the person that shows up to the gym or shows up to your meal prep or shows up to a run or shows up to something and brings energy and intensity, energy and intensity all the time. Okay. You don't need to be this super animated over the pop, over the top person, uh, but you need to bring energy and intensity. Watch any successful fitness person, successful fit, fitness athlete, fitness model while they're in the gym. Uh, the rock who's actually an actor, watch him in the gym. You know, he's not training the rock. For example, he's not training to be an athlete. Okay. But he trains like an athlete. All right. A lot of actors are like that, right? They're not athletes, but they train like athletes. They bring energy and intensity like an athlete because they take it so seriously. And the reason they take it seriously is because they want to be the hardest worker. They want to create the body that they want to create and the results that they want to create because it's a challenge for them. And if they do that, they know that they are not only helping themselves, but they're helping others. Okay. It's always a great idea to do great things, especially when they affect others. So bringing energy and intensity is one of those things that will set you apart from every single other person in that gym who just goes to the gym and goes through the motions. Okay. You don't want to be that person that's just going through the motions, training blind, just doing exercises that you know you've done in the past. You know exactly how many reps you can do. You know exactly how many sets you can do. You know exactly what you're going to do before, during, and after that because you've done it 150 times. You don't want to be that person. You want to be the person that shows up, brings energy, brings intensity, gets results. And when you get those results, you are going to turn your body into an optimized fat loss machine that's just going all the time. And here are some of the benefits of having that, okay, of having an optimized fat loss machine for a body is that when you can do that, when you can get to that point where you're burning like five, six, seven, eight hundred, a thousand more calories per day than you used to just because you train four or five days a week, just by doing that, by training five days a week, even on your off days, you're still burning a thousand more calories than you used to. If you can get yourself to that point through training, through following a strategy, through um, through training and, and mapping to a goal, a big, big picture goal, then what happens is you enter this amazing positive feedback loop. I'm about to describe it to you. And it's, this is how all successful fitness people get to this point, right? This is they, they train with intensity. They train with energy. They train with purpose. Okay. And they get themselves into this point where their bodies are optimized fat loss machines. And once they achieve that, this is what happens they get themselves into the point where they can eat. They have to eat actually a lot more than they used to. They have to eat a lot more than they used to. And most people, especially athletes who are training or even just people who at the, in this, in this particular part of the podcast, I'm going to refer to them as athletes too. If you are just someone who trains like five days a week, even though you don't have any ambitions of becoming an actual athlete that competes or whatever, uh, people who, who, people who are like that, who train like athletes, they have to eat so much more food in order to sustain that. And, and people enjoy doing that. People enjoy eating, right? People enjoy eating. You get yourself into a position where you have to eat more food. And if you're coming from a place where you used to be overweight, yet you weren't eating a lot and you thought that the best way to like try to get fit was to not eat much food, you're going to end up in this place where you are actually, you have to eat more food in order to keep up your muscle mass development because the more muscle mass development you maintain and keep up and keep improving, the more fat loss you actually achieve. 
And when you end up in that place that you have to eat more food, you are so much more flexible with what you can eat. Okay. You obviously you want to meet your macros. You want to do all this, but most of those people in that situation, they have way more flexibility to cheat. Okay. They can cheat once a week and, or once every other week, they can have stuff that most people can't have and still stay ridiculously fit because they have to eat that food and their body is just a fat loss burning machine that, you know, they, they have to eat so much food. They can just, they can put that in there and it doesn't really affect anything. Okay. That's when, if it fits your macros really comes into play is when you get to that point, when you get to that point where you're lifting weights or you're doing a lot of resistance training, your body's a fat loss, optimized burning machine. You can fit in things that you didn't normally used to be able to fit in and it's just going to melt right off which is amazing. Okay. It's what everybody wants. And when that happens, you end up in this feedback loop where you eat something really, really, really good. It's a cheat meal or a cheat item or something, cheat snack. And when you eat that, you feel really good mentally. You feel satiated mentally, mental satiety. I talk about it all the time. And then when you do that, it actually pushes you mentally because you feel good right? You're having fun. I, I remember I was talking about having fun. You're having fun. Now you're enjoying it. Life is great because you can eat, you know, shit that you normally wouldn't be able to eat. And now you want to go to the gym again. You want to go out and train again. You want to go hit the track again. You want to go downstairs and, you know, go through your home workout or whatever. And then you do that again and again and again and again. And yet, you know, you still look great right? Maybe you're all cut up the way you want to be. Maybe you've got the physique you want. You've got your, you know, the whatever, 12%, 15% body fat that you've always wanted. You're fitting into sizes of clothes that you've always wanted to fit into yet. You're eating big meals. So you're, you're full, you're getting full, you're getting satiated in these meals because you're eating good quality and quantity of meals, lots of chicken, lots of steak. Maybe you're a vegan. And so you have like some sort of plant-based dish, but you can eat it in bigger quantities than you're normally used to with a lot more like nuts sprinkled in like cashews or something like that. I don't know. I'm making this up, but uh, you know, just more volume than you're used to and you have to eat it in order to maintain that. And then once a week or something, you're not only eating that stuff, which makes you feel good, but you can also throw in something that's like normally not really allowed on a, you know, on your diet kind of thing. Not really normally something you eat every day, some junk food or whatever. You can sprinkle that in and it's okay. And so you just end up in this loop where you're just eating all this stuff, all this food, and you love it. You're eating high volumes of it. Then you get to eat junk food a little bit. You're training all the time. You're feeling good there physically. You're feeling good mentally. And you end up just repeating the cycle over and over and over and over and over again. And guess what happens? you get incredibly fit and you stay incredibly fit and you just can, you keep developing, you keep developing, you keep developing. And then it's very hard to come out of that because you're building habits. So you're building habits, you're building habits of training, you're building habits of eating, you're building habits of uh, drinking a lot of hydration, getting a lot of rest. You're building habits of training again. You're building habits of cheating once a week, whatever you're building all these habits and they work. And that's how people get into this loop and then stay successful for years and years and years and years and years. It's because of that. It's not because of steroids. It's not because of some crazy genetic gift that they have. No, it's because they get themselves through hard work, dedication, sacrifice up front into a mode where they can reap all the benefits. Okay. The benefits are all there. You just need to get yourself there. You need to get yourself into a high RMR, highly optimized fat loss burning situation where your body's just constantly burning fat at a high rate and you're building muscle and then 
you enjoy all the benefits of that. And then you get to sit in that loop over and over and over and over again and be part of that club basically. Okay. But it starts with hard work, dedication up front, just like all things, hard work and dedication up front. And you need to get yourself to that level. That level is not easy to get to. Okay. It might take you a year or two of hard work, but once you get there, it'll make it all worth it. And you'll be able to eat anything. By the way, it might not take you two years. I'm just throwing out dates. Okay. Um, but once you get there, you can, you can enjoy so much more in life, so much more, all those things about flexible dieting and all that stuff comes way more into play when you get to that level. And it's not impossible to get to. Okay. Everybody wants to get to that level. Everybody wants to be incredibly fit. Everybody wants to be able to enjoy a cheat meal every week. Okay. Or a cheat day every week. But here's the thing. You need to earn those things. People need to earn those things. But the best part is anybody can earn those things. If you haven't earned them yet, I'm telling you, you can. Okay. You can just takes work ethic, dedication, and a strategy. It takes a strategy. That's it. You can't train blind and eat blind and expect to get there. And it takes a strategy. That's it. You just need someone to help you put a strategy together, perhaps. Or maybe you need to be able to go find a strategy yourself and put that into practice, although that's very difficult if you don't know what you're doing. But you need a strategy. Once you get that strategy, you can follow the blueprint that you created for yourself in order to get to that goal, okay? In order to get to that goal. And uh, and that's it. But once you get there, I promise you, you're never going to want to go back. And all of it becomes so much more fun And the best part is, even on top of all of that, even on top of all those benefits, you start inspiring and influencing other people. Other people start looking at you, your family, your friends, uh, coworkers, whatever. They all start looking at you and asking you questions and they're curious and they want to know. And, you know, they they come up to you and say, oh, you you inspired me to do this, this and this. You know, you're so inspiring. You're so you're so motivating just watching you work at this thing and achieve this thing that you set out for yourself. I remember how you were before you started all this and I'm looking at you now and it's just like such an inspiring story. And these are things that I hear people say to people that I've helped or people that I've coached or people that I've trained or people that I've just known who have gone through it and experienced it. And I'm telling you it's real. And that is like that is like a very selfless result that you get out of being selfish on the front end of this whole thing by being selfish, by, by not going out with your friends and drinking a bunch of beers, by not partying here and there, by skipping on some junk food on the front end and training and treating your body as the top priority at the back end of this whole thing, you become incredibly selfless because you're giving back. You are giving back in the form of inspiration, dedication, showing people what's possible, showing people what they can achieve with a little bit of hard work, a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit of dedication. And I'm telling you, the benefits of that far outweigh the YOLO mentality of I'm going to eat cheesecake now because I could die tomorrow. Okay, I'm telling you, the benefits are that impactful. So if you're not doing this now (laughs) and you really want the results, that is what it takes to get there. Okay optimizing your body for fat loss, turning it into an optimized, fully functional fat burning machine. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I hope you got value out of this. If there is anybody in your life that needs to hear these words, that person that you know in your life that goes to the gym every day, looks the exact same that they've looked the entire like time you've known them or the past five years that you've known them, send them this podcast, open their eyes a little bit, to what it takes and what it means 
to have an optimized body and a high RMR and how you actually get there. And also, if you have gotten value out of this podcast or any of the podcast episodes so far, please go and rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It would mean everything to me. It's how I spread the word, spread the awareness, and educate and inspire more people to open up their mind and their body to getting the best results that they want. So thank you guys so much. Don't forget, as always, train with purpose, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.